Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Mm, hey, what's up, y'all? Greetings. Hi, how are you? Welcome. How are you? To Marsha's place. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, I don't, I don't sound like I have any energy. No enthusiasm. <laughs> oh, because we've been at work all day. <laughs> I mean, it was a little one, two, three. It wasn't you that know, bad. I, I was there at eight o'clock. You came at three hours later. Yeah, <laughs> so I've been oh. all day. Uh, so. How are y'all doing out there listening? Awesome. So, oh. <laughs> well, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> On I was behalf to of them. Our people. We're oh, doing good. Yeah. Well, of course we want. <laughs> <laughs> of course we want to know how you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> did, we, did we decide that she was gonna go first? So oh, yeah. <laughs> she not leading Wait. into the oh, topic. Okay. <laughs> it's like we're throwing a hand. That's why. That's why. Okay, you know what? Uh, So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So So, I heard that you and Brandon did a whole little Q one two three interview. I mean, a review Mm -hmm. about Pope. Yeah. Did you listen? Huh? What? Oh, oh, that's all I say. Oh. <laughs> oh, you was mad that you wasn't in it, bitch? I the was sh- mad. The Shay so came out. Know, so you know what I did? I went to go watch Pose. <laughs> the Shay. See, the reason why I didn't do it with Mia and Z uh-huh. is, first of all, you tell them to go watch something and they won't watch it. They will That's not they will true. take a Listen, month to watch it. But I'm sorry, I'm almost <laughs> done with season one of White Um Yeah. <laughs> right. You will tell them, say, Hey, we're gonna record on Sunday, so make sure y'all listen and they'll come on Sunday. Oh we didn't we didn't watch it. <laughs> oh we, we got through the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> oh, girl. 
ain't she gonna lie, I be forgetting listen, sometimes. I, I'm and almost then finished. I, Nah. We so, and then Z, <laughs> Z has never even like experienced the bouncing life, so he don't have any kind of input. Yeah. In regards to I'm like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so it just wasn't. It. <laughs> Dear white people, now right. look it up. Uh-huh. Okay. Three hours so, so now that y'all uh-huh. finally watch Pose after a week later. Oh, girl. <laughs> it's been. What do you think? So it was sickening, and I was—I'm actually friends with uh, one of the girls. Uh, I think her name is India mm-hmm. on Facebook, and she—I was—I was wondering what all these pictures behind scene photos she was taking. I was like, oh, I wonder what project she's up to. Mm-hmm. And I lie, post. as it should be. So that was dope. I was, and her acting is actually really good. Oh, good. And I, which I one is India? Um, the one with the cur- the Latina girl with the curly hair. Angel. Angel. Okay, yes. good. Yes, and I really enjoyed her acting. Like she's so dope. Y'all yeah, know who? Do. do y'all know who Blanca looks like to me? Oh. I don't know if you know Bambi. Oh, from the young um, trans girl. Oh no, I thought you was talking about. Uh, who somebody. is Bambi? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> he been talking about Bambi since. <laughs> Cause it's oh, funny. Oh, I don't know why it's funny. She's just like an older version of Bambi. Who the fuck is Bambi? Her, she it's like Bambi with like two eyes or something like. I mean, that. but who is she? She's a YouTuber. She's a YouTuber. She's a YouTuber. Baby yeah. don't got no eyes. Oh, two eyes is in the letter yeah. I. Okay, oh. yeah, I don't know that person. <laughs> so, <laughs> what did you think about the move, the the show? I thought I, it was dope. I Even thought it I was dope too. Oh, Bambi, the one with the deep voice. Oh, 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 no, no, can you take that out, take that out, that's not what I meant. I have a deep voice too, Tyler. Oh, girl, no, listen. I bet you Diamond keep that. I'm like, what? (laughs) We is not shading the the girl's voice. Every single episode, Mia got something she wants to be deleted. They not they not gonna do this to me today. <laughs> so she does like these little funny like skits where she makes her voice really really deep for and pretends like that oh, yeah. was her real voice for her boyfriend. And so that's uh, what I was talking about. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. Okay, because oh I know what gosh. you're talking about. Okay. Baby girl, the yeah. girls are shady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and we apologize I, I, here I, I, on Marsha's play. But you know, I'm not. Listen, a deep, there are a lot a of Tony Braxton's out there. To another deep voice oh, sister, girl. we love you, girl. Thank you. So, well, what do you the- think about Pose? <laughs> pose. Listen, it was not shade because all the girls are kind. Yeah, with the deep voice. <laughs> uh-uh. I love all the girls, and all the girls are kind. <laughs> who, who, who said that? That's a that's a ballroom quote. Come on, ballroom. So, what house are you in? Um, I don't know if I'm in it anymore. Well, were you in? <laughs> I was a, I was in the house of prodigy. Okay. How and did they're you? um they're known for realness. Oh, okay. So um, man, prodigy was my overall house father, mm-hmm. and Anthony prodigy and ooh, I forgot what his boyfriend name was at the time, but he was a twister. Uh, he was. What is a twister? Okay, so for so the people who don't know, I definitely don't know. A, what a twister, twister is. is a um. In ballroom, when they do Vogue, mm-hmm. it's called um, 
is it called? It's Vogue. If they say Vogue film with a twist, basically what what you'll see is like a guy that looks real, like he's like real as far. And when I mean real, like you couldn't clock him. Mm-hmm. And so, and then just out of nowhere, he starts voguing. Right. Sickening. A twist. Real cunty or, you Realness know. with a twist. Okay. Yeah. Real, there you go. Realness with a twist. That's okay. what I'm saying. So, I yeah. See. That's what it but is. He was one of the realness with the twist guys. And, um. They introduced me into the House of Prodigy in, like, 2010, 11 in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met Lisa Prodigy. Um, a lot of different prodigies. But it really showed me, like, how welcoming the gay house was. And how different, like, within how within the ballroom scene, it's still... Mm-hmm boxes that you're put in like uh, say for instance even though you're a trans woman if you don't have breasts you still consider a drag queen mm. so you and breast so you implants or a gen- breasts in breasts general. in general like you could be flat chested like mm. you could be you like your hormones maybe genetically the women in your family are flat chested but because you don't have no titties you'll be dead dead uh mm. a drag queen well that's what that's how they told me how would they but, know if you had titties or Oh, baby, when you get to that judges panel, if they want to feel and all that extra, and you, they oh. do that. <laughs> yes, okay, you weren't real yet. I guess I guess that's what they were saying. <coughs> but if that okay. was the truth, then they would have clocked me when they met me, and they didn't thought I was the cunt. Mm. So that's mm. how I, that's how I got into the house mm. because of that. But yeah, it was nice. I walked my first ball. It's um actually on YouTube. I'm not gonna give you the uh, clip name. <laughs> you don't want us to see you. Fuck. You don't want us she to see your chops. She showed me before. Oh gosh. No. What does uh, chops mean? Oh, I didn't get chop. I got my tens. Oh, as it should be. I got my tens, but then uh, I lost to a big girl. Okay. What is chops? You know, that usually happens because you know they have a little bit more, more flop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. A little more what? <laughs> Deep voices and flubber? Is that what we were, where we were going? Uh, but Diamond, you're not a big girl. What? Since when? You are not a big girl. What's what wrong with being a big I'm girl? 250 pounds. When That's does that not, not be big? big? What? When does that Wait, not become big? But with your height, it works. I'm still big. I'm still so size. I'm a whole 18 sitting over oh, here. <laughs> I'm a whole 18 sitting over here. But it looks sickening. Thank you. But okay, so <laughs> I'm not a small girl <laughs> at all. You in know what? I'm not, first of all, I'm not shaming the big girls. I just felt shaded <laughs> because I always lose to the big girls. And that's okay. You know, they... they y'all got oh your girl. girls look a little bit. Eat awesome. a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need to do. <laughs> you know, that's what Praytel said on the show to oh boy, baby, yeah. you, you, you need to eat a sandwich. I do, I do eat sandwiches. Okay, a couple she of a lot. <laughs> a couple <laughs> of them. <laughs> so did you watch Pose too? Yeah, I did. So tell me how you feel about seeing not much representation of your side of the road. I was like, okay, so this must be a GBT? Or or GB trans women, 
type of movie. <laughs> so it was interesting. It was kind of just like, eh, I wasn't really expecting that representation. But at the same time, I was like, it would be dope if maybe later on in the show, hopefully. I think that that's what's going to happen because I back then, I don't know. I know they were somewhere. Yeah. And if you look on the show, there is, um, when they're on the pier dance, and I talk about that in the, in the review, there is a stud that's there oh, voguing. Really? She's there, yeah. Look at the pier. When you look at, if y'all go home and watch it again, on the right side, the group that's voguing on the right side, there is a stud that's voguing. That's interesting. Well, I don't know. Let me, we are watching a real queer as fuck show, so it might not be. A girl. It looks like a cis girl to me. Uh, I seen a fish. I seen a cis girl. <laughs> Thank you. Why do? You know what? I'm just gonna be quiet uh, for about no. <laughs> ten minutes. So I seen one. I seen somebody that looks like a stud that was voguing, uh, and I feel like they were a part of the culture, but I didn't see any in that I knew of in um, Paris and Burning. Now in the nineties, I watched I, that too. Yeah, I seen the I, ninja girl. She wasn't there. She was in the nineties. So I forgot what her name is she danced with beyonce um mm-hmm. a choreographer you know what i'm talking about the hispanic girl Naomi? no 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 she's sick oh i don't know i don't know okay. i don't know them um <laughs> <laughs> well you know who willie ninja is right of course that was her house um oh <laughs> cute what Dust is <laughs> the the I don't know. I feel like I feel like there were um, masculine women or trans women, trans men in the scene. I just don't know if they were participated in ballroom. I know yeah. I some participate now, and in the '90s they were participating because I see old videos of them. I don't think they had a lot um, of categories for them. Right. It, they started incorporating them when. Guys started to be more open and be in the community. Usually, yeah. the guys went and off in in obscurity, in stealth yeah. obscurity. They didn't really come play, mm-hmm. but some of the girls, most of the girls came and played. They, you know, some of them went off into stealthness, but a lot of them, they still stayed in the community. Mm-hmm. I didn't see. I don't remember. Like I remember when I was growing up. This is in the nineties. I don't remember any literally any trans men like that was out and about mm. like saying i am a trans man now we had studs like this stud named shauna when i saw when i met her she was a stud um she really didn't like me because i was trans mm. um like so her the film the films would bring me with them like say she had a party oh, at her house okay. the film women cis women would lesbian cis women mm. they would bring me to parties with them like that oh let's go hang out and, da, 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 and they will bring me and say one time they brought me to her house and she was funny about me being there mm. she let me stay like I do she, see that she was acting real funny so i saw her maybe like five or six years after this after the mm. little incident at her party um and she was growing a beard yes I mean, but some studs do grow beards. But no, this wasn't beards. I see mustaches, but not beards. I've seen some. But it's not like a full like one, two, three on the. No, but it's this like was a you got to be on T. <laughs> this oh. wasn't no accident because I see some that oh I got some kind of hormonal condition, some hormonal condition, and I got a yeah. little mustache. I see that. I, I no, uh. this is 
I remember you when you was like this, and now you look like you this. got a fucking Rick Ross beard. <laughs> that ain't no normal nigga. You want hormones. You're not about to. Yeah. Like, and then, did you go to shave me, girl? I would have read her. I would have said. Years later. This was years later. Years so later, maybe I would have still would. read her. <laughs> no, I said, I called her out. I, well, I didn't call her out. I was like, are you transitioning? She was like, voice, yeah. <laughs> she didn't say, yeah, but, well, why you ask me that? In a deep ass I'm like, bitch, I know what hormones do to y'all motherfuckers. Well, let's call him he. But wait, wait, wait. Oh. I'm talking about in this moment. Oh. Well, yeah, in this not, moment. We're not okay. referring to him as no, 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 her. No. Well, in this I moment wasn't. that I'm talking to her, she identified as she. Oh, okay. Well, she oh. wasn't telling us. That's what I'm trying to explain. Oh. She wasn't saying... That I'm talking about in the moment that he had transitioned. Right. He was trying to lie about it. But see, you also got to understand when I talk about people, if I, I kind of don't care for them, I, I call them the wrong. I always say girl. You could be a guy and I'll still say girl. Oh, because you're being cunty. Not yeah, shady, but not shady. about it's just transition. Like, yeah. It's just you, you just like, like you tried it, like girl. Yeah, you tried it, girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm, I'm saying she because in this moment that I'm in this conversation, oh. She hadn't came out as trans at the moment. So I'm like, Shana, like she was still going by Shauna. Uh, but me being a person who <clears throat> has been around trans men at this point, I'm like, nah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what you want me to call you? Because now you ain't looking like no Shauna no Sean. more, bitch. She, right. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, because... <laughs> like if you want me to respect your transition, bitch. It's no tea. It's no tea. Tell me what it is. Out, and so I was like, cause you ain't growing this beard for no reason. Like this beard and this deep voice. I know you on some hormones. Why you ask that? Why you ask that? Cause it's obvious. It's clear. <laughs> so are you transitioning? Do you want me to call you he now? Do you want me to call you Sean or what's your boy name? What's up? <laughs> and so finally she said. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to call you a he. I'm going to call you. And it was Sean. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Sean. So then I started, you know, of course, calling him he. And and he started to be, like, nice. Oh, okay. He started to be cool. So it was Maybe weird. Maybe he saw himself and got kind of uncomfortable. I don't think he was that. ready. He was ready to transition, but people had known him. In the community of Shauna, like the uh. stud. And then lesbians had this thing up once trans men transitioned, they kind of pushed them out of community because you're taking up space as a man now. Mm. And I've heard trans men say they experienced that where they don't feel comfortable in the step in the space anymore because they're mm. people, people were still identifying them as studs and you know, people mm. weren't respecting their respecting ma- masculinity. their masculinity respecting their manhood and so it started to be like a weird situation in a community that ha- that they had been a part of for so long oh, and so yeah. so he 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 we sat down and had a good conversation it was the conversation was good and he um you know basically he was like he had been on hormones for like a year hmm. and um and got a beard okay. yeah it was a thick ass beard too wow and he 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 had always been tall so he's like a little bit shorter than me. I'm like 5'11". He's like 5'10". Mm. And I guess that made him gain weight as well because he was thicker than what he used to. He was skinny. Mm. But now he he had gained weight. And, um, I wish I can gain weight. 
You can't. You got fucking. Full Rick, Rick Bros beard. Um, yeah, and then we we just sat down and had talk. We had he had always act funny to me. Like it was something about me. Um, and I don't think it was me personally. I yeah. think it was my transness. It yeah, wasn't about. So. Yeah, it wasn't about me. Cause and he was never rude. It just was very dry and like, why are you here? And this is for the lesbians. Why are you here? You're a trans woman. Mm. And it was so much mm. that he felt like I was cock blocking. I'm like, nigga, like, I really don't want to be here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, I was like, I'm here with these lesbians. It ain't no trade in this motherfucker. I was, <laughs> especially like back then. Yeah. yeah, ain't nothing in here for I me that grow. want me. <laughs> I'm just here because. I'm I mean, bored and I, they, right. they get me out of the house. Like, especially back at this time, because there wasn't <laughs> no queerness about my sexuality. I like dick. <laughs> and, and yeah, at this point, it was like, I don't like nothing, nothing but dick on hood, jet black ass nigga. That's it. <laughs> I don't want nothing else. So it was just weird for her to act funny to me where I'm like, get me out of this bitch house. <laughs> so it it was, which which made it even more weird that we were having a moment and we were at like a White Castle <laughs> after the club and we just sitting and talking and talk for like, maybe like three hours just hmm. talking and. Um, I still would have read her. I, why, you didn't read her? Mm-mm, not too. Oh, not him. in that moment. I was like. Got um, him together. Yeah. So I always want, I wanted to, that's why I wanted to ask you. Not like, in a mean you, way, though. Did you feel some kind of way not seeing yourself in the show? So, yeah. May, hopefully, in the future episodes, maybe I, I'll definitely feel some type of way if they go a whole season without one trans man or somebody mm. mask, like a, at least a stud. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So, not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. It's a lot of rich white motherfuckers killing themselves. Yeah. So Kate Spade was found... Was she hanging? Yeah, by a scarf, I think. My, my sister ran it down to me. Scarf. I don't know. <laughs> was my, it a, my sister. Was it a case based scarf? <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh, wait. Hold on, we're not laughing. Hold on. Are we laughing at the. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was a motherfucking scarf. Stop. <laughs> I think so. My sister gave me the rundown. Not a scarf, no. <laughs> And then um, Anthony Bourdain, 
he's a chef. He's like a world travel <laughs> chef that has shows on TV and stuff. Well, I'm look. <laughs> I'm getting paid to eat. Huh? Are you you getting travel? paid to eat? That sounds so fun. It sounds so fun. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're running multi million dollar companies. That sounds so fun and comfortable. And comfortable. Now you know I don't want to be insensitive. You know, money don't make you happy. It doesn't. <clears throat> yeah. But it is awkward I know violent, the people though. who are more <laughs> likely to be happy in this world is white, <laughs> cis, rich people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's hard for me as a poor, black, <laughs> trans woman <laughs> to be... To have a little bit, to be empathetic, <laughs> it's just, it's really hard. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Uh, but, and just naturally, it's hard for me to be empathetic to suicide, and I'm not going to go deep, deep into it, but because it's something that I, I personally haven't experienced in regards to the feelings, I, I kind of keep my mouth shut on it. I don't really talk about it because it's something that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And anytime I say my feelings about it, they seem a little bit insensitive because it's so, well, I can talk about it a little bit. It's so opposite of what I think we naturally should be going towards. I feel like we naturally want to survive. The smallest little organism in the world wants to multiply and survive we eat and all they do is is towards surviving and living um running from prey i'm trying to survive (laughs) like it's that's just kind of i don't get it so for you to do something as drastic as going the opposite of like one of our first instincts is Mm self-preservation so for you to do the total opposite of that that sounds like it takes a lot it sounds like it takes a lot, <clears throat> and I just it's, it takes a lot for me to understand because I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and so I don't really talk about it. So I've been seeing it being discussed all over the internet, and in some ways it's tr- it triggers me, mm-hmm. and in some ways it doesn't. It's like oh, let me just stay out of this conversation. How does because, it trigger you? Well. I I seen a post that was um, somebody said um, don't um, what did you say earlier, Mia? That they say being insensitive about um, when we was talking. That's why I hate for us to talk about it because we before the show because we forget what we talk about. So. You said something about them being, what would they say, so an insensitive statement that people give to somebody going through suicide? Not through oh, suicide, it, through it, suicidal thought. Oh, oh it it's going to be okay. It gets better. You know, there's a rainbow on the other side of the fence. Yes, like shit like that. Like, I hate when people bash people who do that. Because I'm a person who do does that because I don't know how to handle. I don't want to be like, man the fuck up. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm a tough love type of person. Like, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. So my 
and to me, that could kind of be insensitive to somebody going through suicide. Mm. So my way of not giving my rude, tough love self is saying, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It gets better. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say, and I'm trying my best to handle it and I don't know what to do and by you now I'm seeing these statuses and posts about don't be saying this to people mm. and, and I'm like what are you supposed I, to say? What am I supposed to say? I mean I think <laughs> I think it's because like it's like it's not talking about the problem like you directly because you don't know that person mm-hmm. you don't know how they'll take a certain comment and sometimes um, you're the way no, usually re- people who are coming to you with suicidal thoughts, you know them. They're coming to you. Well, if you're, well, making, a, if you're making a post about it, what, uh-huh. you know, like if you make a post online, or right. some people express themselves in that way, and that's how they kind of have their therapy. And, like, when they, I feel like when they hear, oh, it's going to get better or all this, it depends on who's saying it first, who's, mm-hmm. who's it coming from, right. and, but like, you- how they are mentally. Because I think some people may just be wanting somebody to listen. They might just want to hear people say, oh, you know, it's going to be better than some people are just like, they could be moody or temperamental. Like, bitch, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, wait, what are you going to do wait, to wait. make it better? Right. That, that shit is annoying. So somebody said, oh, they're making a cry out. It's a subtle, a subtle, loud cry out. Bitch, what? Oh. A subtle, loud cry? Loud ain't subtle. Yeah. <laughs> and if you are subtle... I don't read minds. I'm not a mind reader. So I don't know what I am supposed to do in this situation. Like, I, it, that's why I for think... me, when people were talking crazy mm-hmm. about people responding like that, mm-hmm. it was triggering me because I wanted to go off. Like, I, like if, if somebody like me, I'm standing in front of y'all right now telling you, I don't, because I don't understand it, it, those conversations are difficult for me to have. But it's like that around any type of death. Like if your mother or people say not, nothing happened like that. Say somebody you love passes away. It's hard to console them because you don't know what to say. Because I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm emotionally disconnected to death. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I'm a Pisces. We are, uh, you know, we're are of you? the occult. But it, I, I don't, like when somebody dies, my natural reaction is say, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. My consult, my condolences and I want to console you and I'll hug you if you want to cry but I'm not going to get emotional Mm. I'm not going to get emotional maybe because people know sometimes that that emotional connection isn't really there you kind of just saying it Yeah, maybe that could be what makes them mad but But I'm all here for positivity I'm just being positive like if I say what I really felt it would be rude not rude in the sense like I'm trying to be shady to you, but like you okay, just said, fuck I that. It, shit. But I think it depends then on the person. Like, mm. like if like some people need tough love, some people don't need a pat on the back. Some people need not, no bitch. Get out of that dark ass room. Mm. Get up and do something with yourself. Go accomplish some goals. Don't sit there and wallow in your misery because it's just gonna go deeper. It's gonna get deeper. It's gonna get deeper. Just get right. up, do the take that first step. And that's kind of like my are, yeah. And it it may resonate with somebody yeah. like some you yeah. could snap somebody out of a depression like that. But I know that this person is coming and I need to be sensitive. Like it gives me anxiety. It gives me anxiety to respond in the right way. So the right so the what I think is the right way is 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry that this happened to you. Do you want to talk about it? Like, I turn into this. Yeah, that like I'm trying to say the right thing. That fakeness. That's I don't way. say nothing. Like I honestly, <laughs> okay, so I had a moment. I'll talk about. I'll I'll be transparent. So I had. So wait, wait, wait. Let mm-hmm. me give some statistics before you talk about okay. your situation. So uh, I wanted to say me before we go deep into the conversation. I wanted to say is it's hard for me to empathize with rich white folks dying of suicide when nobody is talking about black trans folks particularly black trans men killing themselves because i in my life i've heard more black trans men killing themselves than women i've heard some even the babies yes like you've seen that little boy who killed himself because he was being bullied he Mm -hmm. i guess he was quote unquote supposed to be straight but then you see all these like just out of nowhere all these these children that are trans experienced killing themselves but you don't see no viral post about them Mm -hmm. you just see like a a random post from one of your trans followers or one of your trans friends that decided they wanted to share with the community Mm -hmm. i so there was a study done by the william institute and it said that 45 percent of trans people between the ages of 18 and 44 have attempted suicide. You said 85%? 45%. Oh. 45%. That's sick. So, 45% is a lot of people. That's half. That's almost half. Yeah, that is. But let me tell you some things that takes that number up. That's the flat average, 45%. The number goes up if you are non-binary. The number goes up if you are single. Mm -hmm. The number goes up if you are unemployed. The number goes up if you identify with a female or you are female-bodied. So if you identify as a woman, it goes up. And if you are female-bodied, you go up. The or the ooh, this is deep. The number goes up if you are denied hormone treatments or counseling about your transness. The number goes up if you tell everyone that you are trans instead of being stealth. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. And that's no- interesting. The number why? Because you wouldn't really... Wait, what did you say? You said... The number goes up if, if you, you tell, tell everybody... That you're trans. Mm, and and they, you were still. They feel like everybody want to hide. And... Right. So if you're telling <laughs> everybody, that means it's more likely that people are going to attack you or feel some kind of way about you because <laughs> they know. If you stealth, it makes the likeliness go down. The number goes up if... Up to 51% from 45% if you test positive with HIV. The number goes up to 65% if you are disabled. More so if it's a mental disability than a physical disability. That was surprising to me. I thought physical would be harder. But if it's a mental disability, it's more likely that suicide goes up. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense, though. If you are not out as a trans 
in public spaces, most of the time, and the number goes up. So if you're not out in in public spaces most of the time, so if you if you isolate yourself, it goes up. Mm-hmm. The chances of suicide. So it goes up from 45 to, I have to look up the number, but it goes up. So like a person who says, oh, I don't need any friends. I'm going to just be my own friend and stay in the house and they're trans and they're dealing with their issues by themselves. And they're single mm-hmm. and they're unemployed. All that stuff. If But... Goes up, goes up, goes up. Goes up, goes up. The number goes up. The percentage goes up if you are out at school. Like if people know your T at school, mm-hmm. your chances of suicide goes up from that 45. Mm-hmm. The number goes up if you are assigned female at birth. I already said that. The number goes up if your income goes down. As the income goes down. So the least uh. amount of money... You have the least amount of resources, the more likely you be unemployed, the more likely you to be have no house, have no shelter. And also the number goes up if you are homeless, clearly. Yeah. The number goes up to 65% if you were physically assaulted at work. Because we go through that experience. I really hope that yeah. never happens to me because I'm going to get coins. <laughs> I wish I, I really wished I had sued walmart (laughs) it goes up 65 percent if you are domestically assaulted by your family member when you come out the number goes up to 78 percent if you are sexually assaulted in school or at home 78 which was one of the highest numbers it goes up to 60 percent if your doctor refuses to treat you because you're transgender it goes up to 70% if you are sexually assaulted by the police. It goes Shit, up to 50. that'd be 90, fuck. <laughs> if you go up, it goes up to 56% if you are perceived, if you perceive your transition in a negative way. But this is an interesting, and the last one. It goes down. So remember, the median is 345 it goes down to 31% if you feel your life has changed for the positive after transition. So I thought that I wanted to I, I put that one last in my notes because I found that really, really, really important mm-hmm. because the number goes up if you feel negatively about your transition. If you're looking at your transition and it has yeah. brought nothing but negativity in your life, it is more likely that you commit suicide. Yeah. If, but if you look at your transition in a way that it brings positivity, like, oh, my God, transitioning really changed my life. It really made me feel like I love myself. It gave me confidence. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, there's other this, this other bullshit going on, I'm still me and I still love me and I'm presenting how I want to p- present. And that's a positive thing. When people think like that, it takes the suicide rate down. Y'all, the day I started hormones, that's the day all my eating disorders stopped. Mm. It was straight like that. Really? It was crazy. Yeah, and the weight just started. Because this one I started, I was binge eating. Uh-huh. I used to starve myself a lot. I was just sticks and bones. Then I started eating again, and my body's like, oh, my gosh, I need more of this. And I just couldn't stop. And then I'll just keep stuffing myself. Mm-hmm. And then after that day of that shot, all the weight just started shedding off. Like, I had something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my transition in a positive way. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> I can see, definitely see that. 
<laughs> and so I, I've never had any experience with suicide, suicidal thoughts. There was a situation where I thought in in the situation I was working on getting out of it. So I was doing what I needed to do to get out the situation. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, this is like rock bottom. I, I can see how somebody, if they weren't me, could think about suicide in this moment. Mm-hmm. So it was the first time in my life that I had empathized kind of with somebody who was going through suicidal thoughts. But it was in the process of me trying to fix the situation. So I hadn't given up on myself. Yeah. It's just in my mind in the situation, I was like, oh, my God, I don't have anywhere to go right now. Yeah. It was right before I moved to Houston. And my mama had relapsed, and um, we were. I had a bag of Cheetos, hot Cheetos, <laughs> a can of Vienna sausage, and a candle because the lights were all out in the house because my mom had used all the money to go smoke crack. And so I, I didn't have. I had fifty seven dollars, fifty seven, a bag of Cheetos, and a can of Vienna's, and nothing else. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is rock bottom. How did I get in this situation? I knew how, but what the fuck? I was like, okay, I'm going to make this work. We got to, we going to do something. Something going to shake. Like, I, I posted me an ad. I, you know, I did everything that I could, that I knew in my toolbox to, you know how you got all your clients in your phone. Mm-hmm. I sent everybody email, uh, uh, text specials today. Okay. <laughs> got specials going on, <laughs> you know, you know, to see, you know, what I can make shape. Buy one, not get two free. <laughs> Something. Ah. And so, you know, try to make some shake. And so, um, yeah, it, I, I was in my mind. I said, oh, I can see how this can make somebody who wasn't me, somebody who wasn't. And I, like me, mm-hmm. I was about to say somebody who wasn't strong, <laughs> but that's kind of insensitive. <laughs> See? <laughs> yeah. So, you know. <laughs> so, because I do, I got to be real. I think of it as a weakness. I'm like, bitch, get the fuck up. Like, even, like, this is how I think about it. Like, say I'm in Idaho and I have no, I'm homeless. I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't got nothing. If you ain't got fucking nothing, then you ain't got nothing to lose. Get on them two feet and get to go, hit the pavement. Try to get some coins out there. Hit the pavement. To walk your ass hitchhike to fucking New York where they got some resources. You ain't got nothing to lose. Why are you sticking in Idaho? But I see why you say that because mental you see illness, what I'm saying? Mental illness in a way stops you from thriving. So in a way, it, it can be a weakness. It can keep you weak, it, you know? It's... it's Mm. I don't like I feel like if you are still breathing you can pick up and change your situation. It's it's I understand what you're saying but sometimes it's not that easy like I had I know. I had one of I had a moment It's just hard, it's just hard life, for me to understand. Yeah, I I had a moment in life where I was like, man, cuz I've always contemplated it. I've so many times I've always contemplated it cuz transitioning just was not easy like i i grew up in a small town so it was like probably me and like two other girls and like it it just was a lot to deal with Mm -hmm. and so i'm not trying to woe is me type t but i would be really depressed i would stay to myself 
um, what at the time what happened was I had got robbed for, I think I got robbed for the second time. I got robbed for the second time, and I was like, bitch, I'm about to give up. I can't do nothing right. I just stayed in my fucking room. Put a count. I put a fucking cover over the window because I didn't have no money for curtains. Put a cover over the window. Fucking room was pitch black. I didn't have furniture at the time, so I was sleeping on a mattress. Take that out. Can you take that out? <laughs> you always out. say it, take ahead. the shit ah, out. I don't want and then it make you wonder you. if it's a bad thing that she said. It, you don't even be seeing it as bad. I don't want people to be knowing my tea because I remember one time I put it on my Facebook because I wanted somebody just, I needed someone to talk to it about uh, talk to about the situation. I had put, I had got robbed. <laughs> and I was reading somebody in the group and People would just start it talking about, aha, bitch, that's why you got robbed. And so? people use things about you as ammunition. But you say it first, so they can't say nothing about that's you. That's true. I just, that's why you know, I'm saying some, you can't. Some stuff I feel like you should keep to yourself. <laughs> some stuff, but we talk about suicide and our experience with suicide. And we you are. sharing a and vulnerable so moment. <laughs> Fuck right, them. Right. And so, um, I was, I just, I just didn't give a fuck. I was fucking anybody. If you... I, I needed to, I need to feel some type of comfort, so that's the way I got my comfort. Um, I wasn't eating really, and if I did, it was really late at night. If I went out, it was at nighttime. I didn't go out during the daytime. Mm-hmm. I fucking I slept all day long, and I was just like, man, I kind of was like, okay, bitch, this could kind of be the time. And I said, I don't know what made me do it, but I ended up making a post on Facebook. And I got so many people that inboxed me and was gagging and was like, what, bitch? Like, why would you know? And then somebody told me about their attempt to suicide and how they wound up in the hospital. And, and it just, it, I don't know what happened, but it just brought this fire out of me. I was like, bitch, you are really tripping. Like, you are the only person that can change your life. You are the only person. So are you going to wallow in this fucking bed with the fucking curtains and cry and and just all this self-pity, wallow in this self-pity? Or are you going to get up and fucking just make some type of change? And So I guess I'm automatically there. So with myself, like, mm. like if something like, say, my apartment burned down, I get fired from my job, da-da-da-da-da, what, say everything that I value is lost in whatever situation, my job, my this, my that, da 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 I'm not going to go through a stage of, oh, woe is me, what am I going to do? And this, I'm not saying that everybody doesn't, have, some people, they they, oh, they need that. They need that stage or whatever. So I'm not going to go through that. Like, my mind immediately clicks to there. It goes mm-hmm. to hustle. It goes to, let's make this happen, bitch. Quit complaining, put like, it all in the ground. I don't have time for a waddle. This mm-hmm. time that you spit in... Not waddle, um, whatever. I I don't have time, this time for to this depression, and because it happens, what ha- it happens to me like sometimes, and you have to pick yourself out of it. And I think that's why psych- psychological treatment is so good in the community in general. Mm-hmm. But like, mm, I mean, it happens to a lot of people, and some people don't know. Yeah. Like, I think depression it it has levels to it. Like, it starts Absolutely. with just staying in the house. Then starts to stand in your room. Mm-hmm. Then, then instead of standing in your binge room, eating. then you binge eating. Mm-hmm. Then you, so then you're closing out the lights in the room, and then you always sleeping. So it just it progresses and it gets worse and worse. And it's up to you to determine which step. Like I feel like 
Were you somebody with Tessa? who's de- I was. Did she clock that you were depressed? Yes. Okay. Yes, but I I think okay. As Yours a, was more obvious though too. My like, was. Yeah, yeah, like if you fucking standing in the dark ass room, I'm like, I'm not gonna do. I mean, that. she would check bitch, on me and make sure you turn into a vampire. But I'm older, <laughs> so I'm just like this guy in my room, girl. <laughs> and, and so, I, okay, as a person that at, that deals with depression, I think it's very important to to to, to try to consciously remember those first signs of depression. Because I think what happens is you get to that step where, okay, bitch, I can't be depressed no more. Okay, I'm going to get up. Then you get to your peak again. Then once you get to your peak, something happens, and then you relapse. Finding what where you get, are at and what what triggers you, to relapse, I think those are very important because that's, that's when you realize that's when you realize how to stop it in the beginning. Mm. That's why a lot of people have hobbies like that, like something that is therapeutic to them that they love to do. Right. Yeah, to find a find a, a positive outlet. You so got to be mine, intentional mine about is, your self care. Yeah, mine is looking at baby animals and babies. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah, and listening to music. My that's mom sweet. does that too. My mama listens yeah. to music and. Do arts and crafts and grow plants. Yeah. See, I guess I'm I'm so intentional about my motherfucking self care, and it's been ingrained in me since I was little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like from my mom. That's how you need to build your kids. Yeah, Don't I'm like out. like my like. Let me tell you something. What I used to do when I started working when I was 13. My rule since 13, any time I get a check. I buy something for myself. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Anytime. Like, it don't matter if the check is $25, whatever. Mm-hmm. Buy something for yourself. Like, you do not work for these motherfuckers. You work for your enjoyment. So if it's a dress, if it's a candy bar, if it's a, a new yeah. car, if it's something, whatever you can afford on that check, get something on that check. And so I say that because my life revolves around what is going to make you happy from what you're doing. Right. What is going to make you happy? Like, like my self-care is playing my video games. My self-care is doing a podcast. My self-care is hanging out with my people. My self-care is going out and eating what the fuck I want to eat. You know, of course, controlling it um, throughout (laughs) the week. But, you know, have a treat day. Um, You know, my self-care is venting my with mm-hmm. my creative creativity my this is and but it's always been like that so yeah and it's i and i know everybody isn't me everybody doesn't have my life but mm-hmm. i done had some fucked up ass situations in my life hell yeah all the right. stories you tell yeah. me so i'm not devoid of c- circumstances that could make me depressed your circumstances are not you Right. And a lot of time, not even your fault. So Mm-mm. you can't. So when I see up. people, when I see people not doing the self-care stuff and they like, it's just, it's just hard for me to empathize with it. Or it's, I can empathize with it, but it's hard for me not to respond like, wake up, motherfucker. This is not that serious. But see, everybody's mental is so different. Different. Absolutely. Yeah, so different. If you don't take care are of. more fragile than others. Some yeah. people are way yeah, stronger. Absolutely. If yeah, you don't take care of it early. So when I tapped you on the back, when you come to me, <laughs> and I, and you know, sometimes I can be in that mode, but especially particularly about death. Mm-hmm. 
just particularly about death because it's it gives me anxiety dealing with somebody about death and suicide and stuff like that which is probably why I wouldn't be a good counselor in that era, in that arena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I do this. So when I it triggered me a little bit when I see when I heard people talking about um, you know, talking about it like, oh, don't be saying this. I mean, motherfucker, I'm I'm trying to be nice. I'm not saying anything rude to them. I'm saying, oh my God, it gets better because I'm fucking trying to give you some positivity. It may not be the right thing to say, but it's not wrong either. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're making it seem like it's wrong for me to say, oh, it'll get better and trying to attempt and console you and the fuck that you think I'm supposed to read minds. I don't do subtle shit. If it's subtle, like yours wasn't subtle. If you was in the bedroom with the pitch black <laughs> curtains and not coming out, not doing, that's not subtle to me. Like I would have picked up on that. Mm-hmm. Like this is not subtle. But see, but, I'm a real stubborn bitch, so you'd have to like drag me out of my room or like, because I'd be like, girl, get the fuck out. Yeah, but I'm talking about, they were saying it like, most people show you subtle signs. I don't pick up on subtle signs. I pick up on, you it's, know. Maybe it's your personality. You, yeah. The subtle signs are you is you wearing a fucking trench coat and black boots to school <laughs> every day. <laughs> Those are subtle signs. In the 90 degree weather. And it's 110 <laughs> plus fi- uh, 85 humidity. <laughs> Outside, baby. Yeah, but even that is that's not necessarily oh, subtle. No. I would clock it. <laughs> so I'm gonna clock certain depressing things. I, I'm gonna clock certain things. But if it's too subtle, I'm not gonna pick it up. I'm gonna be treating you regular. Mm-hmm. But if it's direct, like your see yours, like if I was Tessa, I would have picked it up. Picked it she up. She did. Yeah, so I would have picked up. But it's just people expecting you to read people's mind. I'm not going to read your mind. And if you come to me and say some, I'm dep- I'm depressed or I'm feeling suicidal, I'm going to go into, oh, no, don't don't kill yourself. I'm going to go into this whole spiel of trying to be positive for you. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm going to say, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, I mean, that's what I want to say. What's wrong with that, though? I don't think anything But that's is why I was triggered cuz they were making it seem like it was something Like you have wrong to be it. super nice and but you can't be super nice. So bitch, what are you supposed to people do? People are going to complain about everything yeah. to yeah. be honest. Just, it don't matter what you do. If you quiet, people going to complain. If you talk a lot, people going to complain. If you talk a little, people going to complain. It don't really matter. People are going to complain. That's why you just got to live your life. What's the wa- how is the way that you say it? Like there's no certain way. I just think it just you I know you don't give them no fucking Hotline number. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell I know no, you don't, don't do no that. I'll just be like, call me. I, I, mean, don't I, just, I don't know. I try in the moment to just console them or what do you want to talk about? I say, like, so what do you want to talk about? You, you're coming to me for a reason, so get it off your chest. What's going on? Let's talk. Like, I'm that. I'm open to that. Because most of the time when a lot of people talk, they kind of be like, okay, maybe I'm tripping. You kind of come to your senses when you when get you it off talk. your chest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can be like that. Like I'm open to that, but I guess I would just just read in people's into people's conversation, and it was pissing me off. <laughs> anyway, moral of the story is: survive. don't kill yourself. Survive, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> please. We need you. <laughs> Everybody we, oh, has a purpose. Nobody can be you. We need you to be you. Yeah. Nobody else right. can be you. There are a million people um, in the graveyard with 
brilliant ideas that they never acted on. And Got the, to grow. Like somebody probably yeah. had the gear days and they out there dead. dead. Mm-hmm. And don't judge people how people handle certain situations if their intent people. is positive. Yeah, and don't judge people who express themselves about mm-hmm. being suicidal either. No, I not think at some all. people can be very judgmental. And some people can be attention horse too. True. That's true too. No shade. Everything is for social media a lot. Yeah, I be seeing some stuff. I be mm, I see I'm about to get problematic. See. Yeah. <laughs> I be seeing some stuff. I be like, bitch, you should have been dead a long time ago ah! if you was real. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> because you keep making these threats, girl. <laughs> And it's been 10 years. You get... uh, 10 years later. Well, I'm on the building right now. Let me take a selfie on the building. (laughs) (laughs) It gets... Let me... It gets kind of... I don't know. I feel like you could joke about stuff. Okay? I don't know. It gets real. I'll be like, girl, I don't know. People it, <laughs> sometimes it, that's what I be thinking. I don't say it because that's tacky, but that's why I be thinking. So build up, <laughs> build up your children with as much confidence as Diamond Styles, so that they have a <laughs> sense of self love and they know what to do when they are going through hardship. No. And bounce back. I have my moments, but they just don't. <laughs> They're very fleeting. Baby, I have my moments probably more than others. I just hide it really well. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, I, that's why I don't ever talk about suicide because I just got a problematic yeah. mindset, so I just leave it alone. So I wanted to talk about just documenting your transition and i've seen you know i even look when i'm talking about the binge eating disorder i look at the first day that i started testosterone little ass boys fat fat face and i'm like damn i'm so glad that i documented this to see how far i've come because a lot of the times when i was feeling really down and dysphoric and i would look back at old videos i'm like damn okay i am changing okay cool and I just feel like it's important that you document your transition because you don't know who you can inspire and who you can help. Mm-hmm. Like you, for instance, in a way you documented your transition, but you just wasn't saying, oh, I'm one month on hormones, but you could see yourself growing as a person. So I think that's cool. I, I've, I've found myself taking all my videos off private now. If y'all want to go check them out, my... um. YouTube video. I mean, my YouTube name is Golden G O L D N P E L O, and I made a video recently. So why did you put all your video videos on private? Because I kind of wanted to make it for myself, and also I felt like a certain pressure because I didn't fit into the certain mold that all these other popular YouTube trans men were doing. Right. Like it's just like this respectable. I'm working out. I'm white. Um, blah blah blah. You know, I got all my surgeries and blah 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 blah. And I and then like I, a, no escorting like a, or none of that, none of that. And I just felt like I didn't fit in that mold. And I was like, that's why it's important for me to take my videos out private gotcha. and continue to document again. Do, does it when you see them 
getting surgeries and reaching milestones? Does it put up a certain amount of pressure on you to reach those milestones as well? In yes. A t- in a t- I think that's problematic. I think I do. Yes. I think I think it's important to document your transition, but I can see how for a person looking at another person's videos, how yeah, that can, can be depressing. Be. If you if you want top surgery and this person has yes. it and you don't have it yet and you have no way of getting it. Um, that's or, why. That's why I feel like it's important to talk about real shit mm-hmm. because I don't. I'm tired of seeing that. I don't fit that mold. I talk about real shit, like mm-hmm. how we doing here. I talk about real stuff like i don't want to just oh i got my child surgery because they don't tell they don't talk about oh my pain was a level 10 from a one to ten scale they, they just be like yeah the scars are here and i put this on here and boom this is who i went to and that's yeah. it that's I mean, what i kind of go ahead yeah i mean i understand what you mean by like you don't see any similar people or similar you not similar people, but people that have similar stories to your own. Like right. when I was, because I look at a lot of FFS videos, and FF, FFS is facial feminization surgery. And it's always interesting to me. Um, <clears throat> the only videos, like as soon as you search it in YouTube, I mean, no shade. All you see is like all these white trans women, and they've got they've gone gotten these surgeries, and you'll probably see like a sprinkle of maybe one or two or three black trans women, but that's all you see. And I was like, gosh, you would. But off of social media, I mean, I'm sorry, off of um, YouTube, I've I, I've seen other girls, like a lot of. Uh, Color girls. Oh, girl, why did I say color? Women of color, trans women God, of color. I feel like I was back in the 1960s just now. <laughs> Those color girls. Those color girls. <laughs> That's your white side coming Oh, God. Oh. I've seen other. I was four color girls come through. I need to go watch that movie. Anyways, uh-huh. Lord, that's my ADD coming through too. <laughs> but no, um, what I was saying, um, I've seen a lot of. God, I can't. Trans women of color in person with color. FFS. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> that have the uh, the FFS, and but not it's not documented. And I was like, dang, I I didn't have it. I don't see any girls that I can be like, oh, I can relate to. And all I could think of is just like all the other young black trans women who don't see another face like them that's able to achieve that milestone because for a trans woman that that could be a huge milestone like you don't even really you don't even have to worry about your body as long as your face is really that matters i feel like because in the morning when you wake up you gotta see the representation of who you feel in the mirror and so if you don't see that, it can be problematic in in the I, the heteronormal society no, I, or and how you feel in general. And I, I think, think it's very important. One of the reasons why you don't see it's two things. You don't see black trans women get FFS because that is a really expensive surgery. So yes, mm-hmm. some of them luck up and get it. But if you do if done right, you can go to another country and get it done right and that kind of stuff but you we don't have access to the resources to get 40 30 thousand dollars does insurance cover no yes it did at one point obamacare girls was getting ffs that's in certain states yeah that's not every state and i i feel like ffs is what be really make it'll change the game yeah (laughs) Yeah. really be like um your body could be whatever 
If you got FFS. Yeah, it can be crazy. (laughs) But everybody can't afford that. That is a really expensive surgery Mm -hmm. that if you don't have any financial, um, if you don't know how to save, like if you don't know how to manage your money, getting to that $30,000, $40,000 worth of surgery can be hard. Mm -hmm. It can be really hard. That's why a lot of girls don't get no sex change. Now, sex change is more covered by insurance by in certain states. That is shade to me um, that FFS is not covered. Yeah. Cause but it's, it's a super, lot of procedures super. all into one. It's very invasive. Right. So oh, that's yeah. one thing. And then, <laughs> you know, we, not everybody, but, you know, we kind of like to keep up air. So we don't want to show you our before and after. We kind of want you to just see us sickening. And yeah. so everybody don't. Now, some people do. Some people mm-hmm. don't mind. Oh, uh, this is me as Leroy, and this is me as Jessica. <laughs> we, you get what I'm saying? Some people don't mind that, but some people, yeah. no, you're not about yeah, to see my everybody. old face. And da, 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 blah, blah, blah. You're going to see me looking beat. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people are like that. And I, what do you do? You think that, because that's what I saw when I came on YouTube. So I came on YouTube years ago. So in 08, 07, 08, 09 on YouTube, all I saw was white trans women um, talking about, oh, I'm on two months on hormones. I'm three months on hormones. I'm this. Oh, so I want to get this surgery. It was so boring. <laughs> but I had been trans really for so long. Inform- oh, okay. Informative in like a science type yeah. of way. Like they would give the, total- like the social talk. Right. And so me, I think that's why I grew so fast because... I that was my I had I, I had been on shit. I, that was 2008. I got on fucking hormones when I was in 97. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was 10 years ago. So me talking about oh, two years on t- on e. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been on I've been on hormones, girl. What do you mean? I'm, I'm past the mark. I'm way past that. So only thing I had to offer in the space was social. Yeah. This is what I've been through. This is what I did. This is what did y'all know about this? Let me tell y'all this story. Let me tell y'all about my experiences living in this world as a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Not the physical stuff. It was the actual social stuff. And that's that's what attracts people more. Yeah. And so that's what I don't see in a lot redundant. of trans men of color. They, we don't really talk about the social things, navigating. Now, there's a, a couple of people, man. but you know, Z, yeah, there's a few. I mean, um, X. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. X does. Um, trying to think of other black ones. God, um, Courtney Ziegler, he used to, but no, Courtney used to be on some, I've been on T for this long too. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know, I know Xavier really. He was the one who was yeah he's he's the teaching me yeah. like he taught me about trans men like he really yeah Xavier Hogue he really taught me a lot in regards to how relatable trans men and trans women's experiences was mm-hmm. it just was coming from one spectrum one side of the spectrum to the other side to X spectrum right but there were so many similarities that's something we need to get <clears throat> rid of just making it about physical. 
Right. Like we, we tell yeah. the stresses people, don't yeah. be asking us about our physical. Exactly. We can't focus on our physical either. Exactly. But it's really hard not to focus on your physical when that's what, like when you enter in the world, that's how you're judged before people know you. Or but when you have a sense name. of center. Especially as a trans person, you're trying to change yourself. You're trying to be more acceptable. Like, well, I don't know. Everybody's not the same no, shit. no, no. That's I, true. I get, yeah. I get what you're saying. The transness is a physical thing, but it's so much other. It's a multifaceted oh, experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, what we need to see is more of the social, yeah, the right. social aspect and the mental health and the you know the mental spirit, even spiritual aspect of everything. It's a multifaceted experience yeah. that we that people need multifaceted services and help for right. you know like once you telling me you've been on tea for a year now how much information what is that giving me just like, so you know okay. how this is how sickening i look now because i've been in a year but I've i don't that doesn't inform me that it, it does two things <laughs> it gives me an unrealistic goal right. that oh because what if i get to a year and i don't got that full beard you got Right. What exactly. if I get to a year and my titties ain't grown, but this little bitty nub, it ain't doing nothing. So I'm expecting, I've been on a year and she got this whole C and I ain't, I ain't get that. So it's really an unrealistic finish line. Yeah, <laughs> That's was, number one. It was this trans man. He's a popular YouTuber, white mm -hmm. trans man, tall, just look privileged. Okay. Uh -huh. Big <laughs> muscles, very passable. Uh -huh. And, I was like, oh, like it made me not want to watch YouTube, seeing all the same type of people right. just talking about the same shit. Then when he talk, started talking about, I like penetration and a lot of other trans men too. I was like, okay, now we get in somewhere, guys. Right. <laughs> we have some conversation that doesn't sit, that doesn't fit that box. Right. Then, um, then it that so that's one thing. The whole little you said this unrealistic mark. But it also, it doesn't tell you about what your that person is going through while they're on T. How is exactly. T making you engage sexually? How is T making you? How are you dealing with your anger that T brings? Because mm -hmm. I, I didn't know about that. Mm -hmm. I knew I didn't. There is a mental thing that happens when you are on estrogen, and there is a mis mental thing that happens when you're on testosterone. Right. Tell me about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know, I know you're not you asking know, me. But <laughs> there is some things. That there is, I, when I was telling the girls about how when I'm on estrogen, it makes me want to bond with men. It makes me more susceptible to fuck boys. When I'm, on, when I'm on testosterone, I don't have to be on testosterone, but when I'm in my natural <laughs> state, when I'm not doing estrogen, uh -huh. when, I'm, when my testosterone is in my bloodstream strong, I could give a fuck about a fuck boy. I can fuck you and be totally emotional detached, totally get the dick and love it and kick your motherfucking ass out and not give a fuck at <laughs> all. On hormones. On hormones. When I'm on estrogen, I'd be like, oh, why don't he like me? I'm fish. I'm... I got all of this going for myself. What? <laughs> do you feel like... Does... Have you gotten so used to your natural self, like, not natural self, but, like, your natural hormone? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're, you've, you get more comfortable in that? Because I know you're off hormones, right? Yes, I haven't been on hormones yeah. in, like, five years. So do you feel <laughs> like, like a long time. Do you feel like you're, you feel more at home now that you have a sense of self? 
So naturally, I have a high estrogen, like naturally. From, oh, really? Yeah, just okay. naturally from when I was going through puberty. Now, I don't know what has happened as you get older. As you get older, even in cisgender women, your uh-huh. estrogen levels goes down. Uh-huh. So um, just like men, their testosterone levels go uh-huh. down. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I don't know what has happened with me as older, but when I was in my teens, my the endocrinologist said, hey, you have a higher than usual level of estrogen automatically. Like I started growing breasts when I was fucking 11, 12. So, just a little bit. <laughs> but, um, and they tried to put me on testosterone. And I was like, no. I didn't take them. I, my mama gave them to me, but I didn't take them. <laughs> so, um, you know, I just, it I, it's naturally there. But I don't know where it is now. I haven't been what to a doctor. Um, I'm not intersex. No. I got a whole dick. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> well, on the, mm, I don't know. I don't got no pussy. And I ain't got no ovaries. You get... I got a whole dick and balls. Your chromosome. <laughs> that could be something. Uh, but it ain't intersex. Now it might uh, be something, um, some chemical imbalance. What well, it is, it's a chemical imbalance, but ain't no intersex down there. <laughs> you know what? It's a boy. <laughs> you know what they smacked me on my ass for? I got a whole dick and balls. <laughs> yeah. So they smack you on your ass. It's a boy. Oh, we see God. why. It's a boy. <laughs> there was no confusion. <laughs> <laughs> so, it it for me, it I don't want to say it's. You don't feel it, it's not a sense of um more at home. Yeah, it's just, it didn't. It doesn't. It doesn't adjust me to mm-hmm. home. Like I guess some trans folks they say when they're on hormones, it just makes them feel like, oh, this is my true self. It's it didn't do that for me. Okay. It made me look different. Mm-hmm. But I still felt the same. Like, it, it didn't... Mm. There's there's something... <clears throat> the difference that I experience when I'm on hormones is my connection to people. Mm. My connection to my emotionality. My my connection... Oh, so um, is that why you want to go off? Yes. Oh. I don't like... I don't like my connection to my emotionality when I am single. Because mm. it makes me susceptible to fuckboys. It just does. When I'm on hormones, like, I fall in love with everybody. Show me a little bit of attention. Baby, who are you telling? <laughs> I used to be in love every day with right. somebody different. Exactly. <laughs> so when I, estrogen I've just fucked me over. I've never felt that. Never heard that. <laughs> Shut up. No, you I, are I'm a liar. Cry. <laughs> you are a whole liar. She lied. I'm a cry, I'm, I ain't gonna lie, I'm a crybaby. Yeah. I, I was, what was I crying about the other day, Z? <laughs> I, I was don't just in know. The bed just crying about something that I forgot. I think it had something to do about something the keys. Something so small. It was something. And it, I would. And I'm not normally like that at all. I'm really like it. It. She be going it's off really on me. It's really hard for me to cry. <laughs> I was like, um. It's not it's hard for me to cry, but mine is about mine is about my romantic. It really affects my romantic mind, like uh, being able my discernment, like. Baby, I have bring a boy over here, and we lay up and have some good conversation. Baby, I think we are gonna get married next week. Oh. That's how, not literally, but you see yeah, what I'm saying. No, like I, I just, I just feel this connection, and then the next time we, if something doesn't go the way I think it's supposed to go, then I'm automatically thinking, what? 
What happened? Is it me? Why? Why? And then I'll get into this whole crazy mode. Oh, okay. This crazy mode that says, like, I'll get into this mindset. Like, why don't I have a man? Why don't I have a relationship? Am I not a good enough for a relationship? What is going on with me? Okay, so and have you tried doing the hormones and just paying trade desk? No, because it, it urges me to... To do that. Sex is my self-care. So I can't get rid of that. Like, I can't oh. get rid of it. Like, it's it's a part of my self-care. So when I'm feeling depressed, when I'm feeling... You get you a piece. Uh, I get me a piece. <laughs> like, I spend oh, time. Okay, I get I it. spend quality time with some gentleman caller that I, <laughs> that I enjoy. Like, I will lay up and have fun. And we get our nut and we talk and you know somebody that I like that mm. I it's a part of my self care oh. so I can't get rid of that and then but when I'm not on hormones it's just that they can go home and I they gave me my moment and mm. I'm not bonding with them but when I'm on estrogen it turns me into this person that's thinking about it being more mm-hmm. like hmm what if, like, it, the what if is not there when I'm on testosterone. It's just a mm-hmm. fuck. It's just, oh, this is a good time. I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm on estrogen, it's like, God, why can't this be more? <laughs> you know I, what? I feel so special in this moment. Why? I liked it because I was very in tune. Like, I don't mind being in tune with my emotional side. That's the thing about me. So that's why sometimes when I'm too expressive, I feel very feminine. I tell uh-huh. Mia that all the time. But sometimes I miss being that intuitive and in tune with my feelings. But then I'm like, mm, I like relaxing. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> but I do think that that's what we have, those experience, and we're sharing the experience of of what how we think in our mindset around right. our hormones. I think that's one of the things, one of the things that is what we powerfully have to offer the cis folks. Exactly. So they can understand the opposite sex a little bit more. Yeah. Like we, we really could be that medium. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. that. like, but it, we try to put ourselves in these boxes. We just harm ourselves and, and other people. And what we have to offer. Right. Absolutely. If we're not our whole self, sharing our whole experiences and, you know, giving it with the truth, mm-hmm. then right. we're stifling what we have to offer the outside world. Exactly. The only reason why I haven't gone off hormones because I've been wanting to for a long time to really? see what my mindset would be. Yeah, because I like to what? do experiments. Why do we be getting Baby, these, if all y'all these pop up and get pregnant? <laughs> I know. Uh, um, because I'm. Mm, I don't. You, what, 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 you can get pregnant on TV. I can. But I'm yeah. pickled. Child, boom. If you having sex with somebody with a Nothing uterus, is coming out. If you're having sex. With somebody with a uterus, <laughs> and your balls are still intact. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Nothing is coming Ma'am. out. Powder is coming out. There's ma'am. nothing in <laughs> Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. If your balls, <laughs> your balls are still intact, <laughs> still intact. And testicles. Testicles. Test. Your outside ovaries are still intact. And you're having sex with somebody with a uterus, 
you guys can create a baby. And I was telling her your natural hormones are strong. But anyways, back to what I was saying. (laughs) And (laughs) it only take a couple of little squirt squirts. It, to have something in there. Why are y'all point, being point. so weird right now? Why do I feel so it's uneasy? In, like, it's fun. Like, I, wanna, I don't I, know why you think that it's not possible. I mean, I... Kaden, mm. did you... Have you listened to Kaden? Who's Kaden? A black oh, trans the, man that got pregnant. I mean, but he yeah. got pregnant by a cis man. What the... So? You have a whole penis? Mia. Uh, I, so listen, you got a ball sack. Okay, you know what? I know what's between my motherfucking legs. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry to keep it's reminding you. right now. She's not out. She looks like puss if you pull her down. You know. <laughs> but y'all can have a baby like you listen, can. I've been on. I don't know why she acting like she don't want to. We want to have Your one. sperm count can be low. <laughs> it can be low, but it's not gone, baby. It could be low, but low still makes babies. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you see them uh, old the, ass men. I want if y'all children? when y'all have a baby, I want it to be the middle name to be Diamond, please. Thanks. <laughs> Roy Diamond. Not Roy. Roy. Diamond. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'll take <laughs> Roy Diamond. Fuck the binary. Can't have a Roy Diamond. <laughs> Fuck the binary. You're out of a box. You have two names. <laughs> but the only thing but about yes, me. But yes, it's so possible. Don't yeah. think it's a game. Are y'all, <laughs> yeah. are y'all practicing safe sex? Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, um, okay having so fun. In <laughs> a contraception? Um, birth control? Birth control? Why um, would you? Okay, well, I mean. No, but birth, birth control, wouldn't that mess with your hormone levels? I don't know how it works with y'all. I don't think so. I just know that y'all, them, oh, his ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> I release the eggs, even though he may not be having a period. And your shooter is shooting. Why do I feel like this is like the ABCs? It's, it's like, shooting bullets. That your mom talks to you about the birds and the bees. So, like, I'm just saying, you know. I don't but know. It's also informing people, though. Yes, oh, absolutely. Like how we are informing people. I just honestly just feel like. Just because I'm, your sperm count is low. I honestly feel like I'm low infer- is not blank, but I still feel like I'm infertile because Why? I've been on hormones for so long, on and off of hormones for like years. So I'm just like, and then I had a. Well, let me give you the medical history. What is it called? Well, anyways, I had a procedure, and so I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would be fertile. Oh, you were castrated? I was not castrated. I had a hernia. Did it castrate you? No, it did not. Okay. Well. <laughs> Well, your let shoot, me just get your my... Your soldiers still can march. <laughs> it, don't, it may not be a lot of soldiers on, in this platoon, <laughs> but your soldiers still can march, and they can march on in. <laughs> oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, you know, I thought that... I, I really thought that when y'all period stopped that all that stuff stopped I yeah. know that I mean, the eggs still it, it makes it less likely yes but the eggs are still dropping yeah but that's the only reason why I haven't went off hormones because the period thing just scares the fuck out of me scared you? yeah oh yeah even though I've been through it it's just every time it came it was so triggering oh like so gotcha. triggering oh. so that's it's the like only reason <gasps> but if I want to have a kid okay I'll go off no problem so I mean, but you, 
you were saying earlier that you've been trying to, you've been thinking about going off a mama and tour a mama. No, yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while. Uh, to see is he trying to trap me? Uh, mentally, like if wait, I would feel more on. secure, I'm, I'm not gonna go off no time soon. Yes, but, but wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Since we're being educational, uh-huh. so mm-hmm. y'all just imply that y'all having good old relationship, raw relationship, raw sex, <laughs> raw, raw <laughs> And we just cleared up. We haven't had sex in a while, though. We just cleared up mm-hmm. that it's possible. So, the possibility <laughs> of a baby is there. The raw sex is there. This is not going to... So... The, the possibility for a he- uh, normal cis relationship, would, I feel like, would be higher versus... Hetero, okay, hetero, y'all know what the cis, fuck I'm saying. God, these, but, these terms. <laughs> these, you got to be progressive, Mia. But no, 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 no. <laughs> the, the possibility that a conception is there. It's really, really slim, I feel like. Because uh, if it was going to happen, it would have happened, to be honest. Because, baby. That's nice to believe. <laughs> That's nice. But the possibility is there. And since y'all are choosing to have raw sex, are y'all ready for the possibility of those consequences? Are y'all ready to have children? Mentally, I am, but uh, financially? No. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the tea. Y'all might want to start wrapping it up. I mean, we have been wrapping it up just lately. We just... You know, the little one, two, three, because you know I'm pickled out. So it's like, girl, get you your just thinking you pickle, girl. You might want to go to endocrinologist. To I see. have been to endocrinologist. So, and my levels were very, really, really low. Low does not mean not marching. I keep I saying mean, that. Like what I'm saying is, the, the, <laughs> Wait, po- grip the, the mic. possibility. It's like the same chances, like if you wore a condom. So. Um, because I don't believe that. <laughs> no, I feel like we but need to do some more research on this. Let me get my baby shower. Oh, girl, plenty for little Roy it's Diamond. Not happen. <laughs> little Roy Diamond. Wait, no, Alexander. Oh, <laughs> here we go. I thought we weren't doing boxes. Why I can't be slow? <laughs> slow, Alexander. Y'all gonna happen at your baby from, baby from the beginning? That is so funny. I didn't think about that. Which name would he take? We're yeah. in this patriarchal world. Would it take slow or will it take Alexander? That's know. funny. Well, you know, I've never heard Alexander as a product. I've heard slow. Alexander the Great. Who is who I even said, is I that? I said a product. A queer you got Sloan. I mean, there's so many different great. Conqueror. Yeah, great names. Uh, that Sloan. He was queer? He was? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Come on, get you a beer. Anyway, so we out of here. We about to go. I'm about to go buy them some condoms so they won't bring no babies home to mama. Well, if you do, get the bare skin, the perithium. Yeah. All right, y'all. Bye. (laughs) Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out.
You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Every little